Good morning. Welcome to the Celtic Way Morning Briefing Live. It's Friday, November the 4th. I'm Tony Haggerty, A Haggerty 10 Twitter handle, you know that. And I'm joined once again today by Aidan McDonald, Aidan C, at Aidan C McDonald Twitter handle. How are you doing, Aidan? Yeah, I'm good, Tony. How are you? I'm all right. I'm all right. Now, first things first, we do our uh, domestic chores ourselves, don't we, Aidan? And we direct you to the strap line running across the bottom. I've always got a deal for you. This deal is a pound for two months of full access. Everything that we do on the website, everything that's written, all you have to do is hit a button, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. That's a pound for two months of full access. You'll read everything that we do, uh, on that we write on the website. A couple of pieces on today. I'll post the links to them later on in the programme and also get access to morning briefings like this, you get to see Chiri Tony and Chiri Aidan on a daily basis and also Chiri Sean and that, right Aidan? We like to keep things upbeat, don't we? Nope, Aidan's Wi-Fi connection might have gone there. He's frozen. Here's hoping he comes back into the room as soon as possible. Are you back, Aidan? <laughs> I'm indeed, I'm indeed. <laughs> you dropped out there for a second. With a, a, we had a still of you smiling, and I was saying you were cheery, so that was all good. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> tremendous. Now, Eden, from the Bernabeu to Paradise, Celtic back to the domesticity Scottish Premiership League game against Dundee United. Happy memories of Dundee United this season. Slammed them for nine at Tanadice. A repeat of that. Yeah, if it was a similar performance to the game at Tannadice, that wouldn't be too bad, would it, Tony? Uh, I would take <laughs> even half of those amount of goals, to be honest. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a tough game, uh, and but it's also a really important game, you know, with these sort of three matches before the World Correct. Cup break, it's a chance for Celtic to get a wee bit of momentum back after some Champions League disappointment, so it'll be a tough game, I'm sure. Pete McGee's in a confident mood, Aidan. 10 now, he asked the question, poses the question. <laughs> what a way to start the party. A 10 now win for Celtic. I'm sure all the Celtic fans would love that. Uh, Pete McGee, stranger things have happened. Yeah, I mean, Celtic are, I mean, to be fair to Celtic, domestically, six game winning streak, both Premiership and League Cup games, Aiden, uh, going for a, a magnificent seven, if you want to call it that, on the bounce. Do you see Celtic doing that? You you said there, there's three important games before the World Cup starts. They really do want to collect all nine points, but not looking too far ahead. First things first, take care of business on Saturday and be, as I said the other day, clinical, professional and, and ruthless when they can. Yeah, I think domestically, ever since the sort of turn But fingers crossed, obviously, Celtic are able to get three points. Some gremlins inflicting your Wi Fi, Aiden. Are you still with us or are you because you keep dropping in and out? Nah, young Aiden's having problems here. You all right? You still here, Aiden? Yeah. <clears throat> Quite a nice freeze frame, that isn't it? Of Aiden smiling, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you with us? Are you back in the room, Aidan? Yeah. 
<laughs> Sam Hartley coming in here. Yeah, yeah. Don't it should be off quicker this morning than a bad anti yoga. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, we're fighting the, the mercy of technology here, guys. So bear with us, eh? If, if you can. Now, Aidan, do you see a lot of changes being made without giving too much away? Because we're obviously we're going to do our predicted lineups, but you, you saw the likes of Carol Starfelt coming back in in the Bernabeu. Do you see him staying in situ for for the visit of the Tangerines? Hey, I think he will, unless there's been any sort of wee niggles over training the last couple of days. I'd imagine Ange and the coaching staff are wanting to just be playing as much, as many minutes as possible to, for him to try and get back to full fitness, Tony. So I would expect that Starfield will be involved from the start. Yeah, Big Spice comes in and gives us his team Hart, Ralston, Starfield, Jens, Bernabe, Abelgard, O'Reilly, Turnbull, Jota, Georges, Jacker, Marcus, and Haxabanovic. Hmm, that's a, that's a, a, a few changes there. It's a that's a team to conjure with, Aidan, and he also gives us a scoreline, 3-0. There you go. You know, Beach Boys' team, guys, if you want to throw in your own team, you can throw them into the comment section uh, and let us know. And as I said, there's a couple of pieces that are up on the comment section today. I I wrote one about pundits having a go at Celtic and saying that they were naive. And I've couched it with the premise. They're not listening. Uh, uh, they wouldn't listen, they're not listening still Perhaps they never will Famous line from a song Starry Starry Night by Don McLean And it's my take on why Andy isn't going to change And uh, yeah if, if people aren't listening They're not listening to the, the way Celtic are heading Under Ange But I'm looking at that team Beach Boys There's many changes there One Two, three, four. I think there's about f six or seven changes there, as he made. Five, six, yeah. Six or seven changes. Do you go with that team, Aiden? Do you like that team? Do you like the look of that team? Yeah, hey, I do like the look of that team. Uh, I would be quite happy if, if that was the sort of lineup that was to start. I know some people might have their preference between Kyogo or Yakimakis, but I'm quite happy with them because they have been scoring goals. So, yes, indeed, Jota coming back in as well. And on the subject of Jota, I'll put in another link. Uh, I wrote a call, a digest piece about Jota and his Bernabeu cameo, and I'll stick that into the, the comment section if you want to have a wee read at that as well. Just uh, that he fulfilled a wee dream scoring in that stage of the Champions League with Celtic and. Uh, yeah, you might enjoy it. It's uh, worth a wee read at that. There you go. As I say, we're fighting the gremlins with Aiden, but we'll continue to do so, guys. But uh, Now, here's a comment, Aiden, that I uh, quite, you know, John McBurney comes in and says he wants Big Joe to be benched. He wants Joe Hart to make way for Seagreast. Seagreast, obviously, former Dundee United goalkeeper, would maybe relish a chance of going in between the sticks against him. Is that something that you're on board with? Would you like to see that happen, or do you think Big Joe's still done enough to deserve the gloves? Uh, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I, I don't think he was particularly bad against Real Madrid. I know people were saying that overall he's maybe got to be doing a wee bit better from penalties, but it, it is a hard one. If Seagrass was to come in, I wouldn't have any sort of aversions to it, but I think at the moment, Andrew will probably be sticking with Joe Hart, Tony. Okay, okay. 
And Pete McGee comes in to say, Beach Boys, that's a disrupted team that could trip up. He's not buying it. He's not buying what you're selling, Beach Boys. I think he thinks there's too many changes there. Well, you know the manager likes to throw curveballs and we'll find out who's fit and who's not. Later on today when Ange does the, the press briefing before the game. And also we'll mention before the game, Aiden, Celtic EGM takes place today, doesn't it? I believe yeah, it's half past long. 11. Half past 11, yeah. And uh, I'll have the the onerous task of deciphering that, Aiden. I think that, that expression that I use a lot, four gallon and a two gallon head springs to mind. But if you check the website later on, I'll try and make head and tail of it. Uh, and yes, uh, we'll see how that goes. I, I did it last year miraculously, so I'll try and pull off a, another miracle again. Michael Ross asks, will Abogad ever play? Well, we'll soon see. And Pete McGee comes in and says, Dundee United, no secret weak spot, so why would we play him? Well, there you go. That's 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 a, a school of thought as well, Aidan, isn't it? Now, as I said, already alluded to, Celtic beat Dundee United 9-0. Back in August, that done for Jack Ross. Uh, position as the manager, got a new manager, Liam Fox, but Dundee United on a three-game losing streak, Aidan. So Celtic hoping to make it four. And usually when Celtic come off the back of European games, they've been all right, haven't they? I think St Mirren apart, isn't it? It's, they've been pretty, pretty flawless. Yeah, this season really, outside of the St Mirren game, when they've been coming off European matches Celtic have been relatively sound in terms of the results and given that you just listed sort of Dundee United's recent form it is probably not a bad time to be playing them so hopefully I've not tempted fate saying that but <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> Touch wood and all that. Would you shake it up Aidan? Would you make a lot of changes like Beach Boy has, keep it fresh or you know he's, he's brought in the likes of Ralston and Burnaby. I know I know Ralston and Burnaby domestically when they've played haven't let the manager down and they've played showed up very well, so it might be a game for those kind of guys. Yeah, it could be. Obviously, given that there's sort of three games before the one Cup, but we could imagine whatever the strongest team Postnicogo has in his head, that'll be who plays. I don't think there'll be as much rotation as we've seen, obviously, over the last uh, few weeks when there's been Champions League games in between. But the sort of team that uh, the comment I put up there, I'd be quite happy with that. I wouldn't have any issues. But I know uh, some people would maybe rather, like I was saying, uh, have Kyogo, etc. in the team. But I'd be happy with that lineup if Andrews to put that out. Some people going early, Aiden. 4 1 Celtic, says Michael Duffin. Charlie Johnson says 5 0 Celtic. You said you would settle for half of those goals or half of 10. And my PPG said 10 0. So Charlie's gone for. Half of 10 0, so that's 5 0 to Celtic. Yeah, I I still think there's a lot of confidence and optimism abound with Celtic. I think there was a lot of positive to take from the other night. Nobody likes getting beat 5 1, even the manager alluded to it, but he he was also sort of saying these guys are grown into the way we play. But domestically, they seem to have the beating of of most teams, St. Murna apart this season, but that was a, an off day. Uh, uh, you know, an oddity in Celtic's season so far, or an oddity in the past year, domestically with Ange. So you know, you you do rely, or you you count on the team to turn up most times. And the team that Ange puts out, you, you do know that they're going to give their all. And I think they they are when they come back off European matches, they've been quite clinical and ruthless. And I think tomorrow's another example where if he does shake it up, that you still trust the players to go out and do the job. Yeah, exactly, and it gives the fans plenty of confidence and it shows 
how in certain positions the squad depth is quite strong. If the manager's changing the starting eleven and you're still going out and getting a win, you know, you can't really complain about that, can you? No, true. And Robert Gibson says that was a truly it was Robert. I, I think I you know, I think I was an oddity, it was a blip. And it's kind of shown that it was a blip because there was no kind of hangover from that. Celtic have recovered and started to play some good stuff, scoring a lot of goals again. And, uh, you know, they've got their domestic group back, certainly. They'll read complete confidence and eyes that you'll have the players in the right frame of mind for the weekend. Yeah, I I, I like that comment, Neil. I, I actually agree with that. And I think he's he's got an uncanny knack of doing that, Aidan, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he's very good at getting his team up for games. Even in the European matches, we know that's the point. So that's coming. You're cutting in and out again, Eden. I guess it's just the Wi-Fi connection wherever you are. It's, uh, as I say, the old Norman Collier speak there. But sorry, what did you say there? We'll go back to that because you were making a point. I was just going to say, obviously, even though the Champions League games have been disappointing, we've seen how Celtic were coming flying out the traps during them, and that must be a mentality thing from Postnicogo. So I have no doubt, like the comment I was saying there, that they'll be right up for this game. Do you <clears throat> now? We we watched Jota come on and make an impact against Livingston. Watched Jota come on and make an impact in the Bernabeu. He has to play tomorrow, doesn't he? I would, yeah, I would say so. I think I'd be quite surprised unless there's a major fitness issue if he's not on from the start. And the fans will want to see him as well. Two goals in the last two games, despite not being on the field that long in either match. So I'd imagine Jota right from the beginning. Excellent. I would put Jota in myself to the, to the team because he's Chelsea and a different team when Jota plays. They really are. He's, and he, he's a, a gem of a footballer. You know, you you pay your admission money to watch Jota alone, wouldn't you? Because he just produces something a bit different, doesn't he? And he's got that ability to do that. Now, yeah, he's, sorry, on he provides those sort of like, you know, World Cup magic moments. <laughs> he's just Jota, how he's, he's the sort of guy that you, you, you would want in your team all the time. So, definitely. I mean, it's a credit to him that he said he, he's never represented Portugal national team. He's in the provisional squad. I think it might be too soon, but his time will come, won't it, at international level? Yeah, I think it will eventually. Well, that happens at Celtic or elsewhere. If he continues on this sort of run of form, particularly in the Champions League, etc., I'm sure he'll get an international call-up eventually. <laughs> Sam Harty, certain starter. Couldn't agree more, Stan. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Picture the first. Dial up at Aidan's. <laughs> <laughs> Geysers coming in saying Aiden you need to use an ethernet cable bro or keep the mobiles turned off they're stealing your Wi-Fi. there you go everybody's got advice haven't they Aiden doesn't matter if it's for yourself or myself or Ange Postacoglu everybody's good at doling out advice eh? there you go they're not, wrong. they're not wrong to be fair there's your Wi-Fi written under your bed it's like watching a phone for it <laughs> <laughs> Keep the comments coming in again. And another chance, Aidan, to put pressure uh, on Rangers at the top? Yeah, definitely. I mean, even though the potential may be for 20, uh, that's massive. So, definitely, it allows you to put a bit of pressure on Rangers. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, Celtic could extend their lead to seven, couldn't they, for 24 hours? 
and I think you have to take these opportunities when they come along and see what happens uh, the, the following day. <laughs> Guys are coming back in. It's not advice, it's just a tip. <laughs> there you go, talking about Aidan Ritter. But no, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm all for that in terms of when Celtic get that chance to extend their lead at the top and got to take it and, and be professional and just do the job. Three points doesn't matter if it's one nil, five nil, nine nil. It doesn't really matter, does it? It's uh, I just get a win on the board. Three wins before the the World Cup break is is imperative for Celtic, isn't it? Yeah, I, I would say as it it's really important that you get maximum points during those games because after that there's no football for five weeks, so you do not want to be going into that break uh, disappointed with your results. Really important to keep momentum up because. As you mentioned, Tony, outside of the St. Martin game, they've been pretty flawless domestically this year. So you want to keep it going. Now, Celtic, during that break, will be heading to Australia, Aidan. And bad news for Celtic fans is that the Celtic v... Well, in the UK, that is, the Celtic v Everton match kickoff time in the Sydney Cup has been changed to 2.45 Australian time which means it's going to be a 3.45 a.m. kickoff back home, Aidan. And as Sean was telling me off here, that's a wee glimpse into what it's like for those Celtic supporters who regularly watch the games in Australia. So you'll be getting up at quarter to four, guys, to watch Celtic v Everton in the Sydney Cup. Like it or lump it, that's the way it is. The, the game time has changed. But yeah, you can have a wee touch of the Australian Celtic supporters club medicine when they get up early and their devotion to, to watching their club. But yeah, I, I think it's good to maybe experience something like that, Aidan, isn't it? And get that feel for how Australian supporters of Celtic uh, do it themselves. You know, they, they talk about getting up at Dick Duck o'clock and, and following their team. And I, I, I love that. I think it's great. So early rise, Aidan, for the Everton Celtic game in Sydney Cup. Can you cope with that? Eh, we'll see. We'll see at the time when it comes around. Like you say, it's something a bit different for the fans over here. We're lucky to be able to watch pretty much every game the exact time it's kicking off and it always it always suits us. So, yeah, it's a bit of a change and it's obviously good for the Australian fans as well. It's going to be a, a, a probably about early morning briefing live at 3am in the morning pod, something like that. That'd be a laugh, wouldn't it? All bleary-eyed. But, yeah, but not looking forward to that. Eh... Uh, Put you there first. He's going to Sydney for that game. Got a message today. Time change. Couldn't believe it was wearing back five hours. <laughs> there you go. Simon Thomas, we do it every week, Tony. Yeah, I know you do. Uh, and I think it's uh, it's good for supporters over this side of the water to experience that and see what it's like to actually do that. And uh, that I guess uh, Celtic supporters all over the world are, are devoted to their club. It doesn't matter what time they're playing at, they'll, they'll make the kickoff and they would do that. So good on you. Appreciate that and appreciate you tuning into the podcast and the, the daily briefing as well. Thank you for that, Simon. Been watching Celtic on New Zealand time since 2007. It's even worse than Aussie time, says Jamie7121. <laughs> Jamie, I doff my cap to that, sir. Well done. Like that. <laughs> Robert Gibson says, I get up for almost every game to go to work knackered. That's how I do it. <laughs> there you go. But no, it's... Uh, it's, it's something to look forward to, Celtic playing Everton in the Sydney Cup, and it's it's looming large, isn't it? That game, I think, November the 20th, not long to go now, but as you say, Celtic have got a hectic schedule before that, Aidan, and hopefully they can reel off three 
domestic wins before they head down under and Angie's homecoming and that'll be something special for the manager of the club. But first things first, tomorrow you've got to got to take care of Dundee United and you know, the 9-0 game, they've got that in the bank, but that'll have no bearing on what happens tomorrow. Yeah, no, it, it won't. And you would imagine that and you'll be very clear when he's speaking to the players before, you know, do not be complacent just because you put nine goals by this team last time. Does not mean that's going to be the case. Since then, obviously, they've been on a wee bit of a poor run, but they have changed manager, eh, probably changed the way they play a wee bit tactically. So it's going to be a tough game, Tony, no doubt about that. And it's absolutely imperative that Celtic start off this sort of mini run before the break and hopefully get maximum points with a win tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, we, we've spoken about Starfield, you reckon he'll, he'll retain his place? We've spoken about Jota uh, c- coming back in, a certain starter. Uh, there's always the Jakimakis Kyogo debate, isn't there, Aiden? Uh, I don't know if you prefer one over the other. Uh, or did anyone against Real Madrid the other night earn the, earn the right to, to start on Saturday? I don't know where you'll fall on that. You'll probably keep that for your predicted lineups, but there are good headaches to have for the manager at times, isn't there? No, of course. I mean, you can never have too many good players. Do you know what I mean? It's really important that Celtic have got this squad depth. And just without spoiling the predicted lineups, just to touch on the, the Yakimakis and Kyogo thing, it is maybe a wee bit of a cop-out answer, but I think it does depend what sort of the opposition is. You'd obviously mentioned before, Tony. Mm-hmm. The aspect. But then, obviously, when it comes to maybe like European games or games when you're maybe having to be a wee bit more technical, it's be better to have Kyogo. So, yeah, either or tomorrow would be fine for me. Yes, we'll decide that in the predicted lineups. We we always do the predicted lineups uh, before every game, and and usually makes a mug out of us, doesn't he? Aiden? Although we've been not too bad, a couple of tens recently, isn't that right? Well, Aidan's Wi-Fi's gone again. Unbelievable. Uh, fighting technology, guys. Frightening, isn't it? But uh, we'll see if he comes back. Oh, he's back in the room. Oh, there we go. He's disappeared completely. There you are. He's back. The gremlins, Aidan, was fighting them. Everything all right? Okay now? Clearly not. I think it was a song, Tony. Indeed. Indeed. No, you don't want to hear me sing. Hey, he's back. Look, look, there's movement there. He's back. Oh, he didn't have feel for you. <laughs> there is nothing worse, isn't there? Especially when, when you're on a live pod. Uh, sorry, troops. Can be helped. Technology at its finest and its worst. Uh, there you have it. Simon Thomas, are you coming to Sydney, Tony? Still hopeful of that. I'll, I'll let you know. Listen. You'll hear me. Don't you worry about that. You'll hear me on the pod if I'm coming to to Sydney. Don't worry about that. But there you go. And Jamie seven one two one asks a question: Is CCV fit for the United game? Cameron Carter Vickers. Well, we'll find out today, won't we? And later on. Yeah, yeah, we will. Uh, hopefully, as available because having him and Starfield together would be massive for us sort of running for the rest of the season because it was a really important central. Def- Defensive partnership last year that didn't concede a lot of goals domestically, so fingers crossed. 
And yeah, without a doubt, Sam Hartley is asking Aiden's playing hard to get this one. <laughs> and William Lamont comes in and says Hatati must be our penalty taker from now on, Tony. Well, that's the thing, Aiden. You you said the other day that you believed that Juranovic uh, should still resume the penalty duties because he's got five out of six now. You said there's no reason he missed one. That happens. But you were still back Juranovic. If Juranovic is off the pitch and and Giacomakis isn't there, would you trust Hatati to take the penalties? Hey, Hatati is a very technical player. I wouldn't have any issue with him taking the penalty, Tony. I still think I would just keep Juranovic on it purely just because he's scored five out of his last six. I know in yeah. between that, Yakimakis, etc., has missed another penalty as well, but take it off him just because he's missed one. Willie Ferguson says, why not give Jota a shot at penalties? And Kevin Ferrier also says Jota to take the penalties. I would imagine if that's if Juranovic is not on the pitch. Juranovic away in January. <laughs> so according to Beach Boys, Jota or Haksabanovic to take the penalties. Well, I wouldn't be but I'd Listen, I don't care who takes the penalties as long as they score them. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the bottom line. I'm happy if they score. Disappointed when they missed. And I was disappointed with Yanavich's effort the other night. I just thought he made it easier for the for the keeper. But uh, and Sinan Short comes in and says he's missed one penalty. Dry your eyes and come like, yeah. And my eyes are dry. Sinan, I'm fine with it. He's missed a penalty, just other Commenters were saying about other players taking penalties. That was all. Just brought it up in the trust. Trust Atati. He is such a special footballer. Says Sam Harty. Geyser comes in and says Taylor penalty taker left peg on them. That's what we need. <laughs> that's that's a view as well. I suppose. I don't know if Aiden's dropped out completely. Uh, I'm hoping to get his prediction if he comes back in. But you throw your predictions into the comment section, guys. That would be greatly appreciated. <laughs> uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm wondering if Aidan's going to come back. Hopefully he does. Yeah, there he is. Excellent. You're back in the room. We were just killing time when you got back, Aidan. We'll probably uh, wind it up now and then we'll just go with a, a scoreline prediction, Aidan. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't make that up, guys. There you go, eh? Are you back with us, Aiden? Are you <laughs> permanently grinning on your screen? Oh, mate. <laughs> I, I heard was that, was that predictions you were asking for there, Tony? I was just asking for a scoreline prediction, Aiden, before we wrap up. Yeah, you've been, it's been a tough old gig for you today, so we'll, we'll just go for a scoreline prediction, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go for three 0 Celtic. Three 0 Celtic. Okay, I'll go four 0 Yeah, I'll go four 0 Celtic. There you go. Nice one, guys. We've been fighting the elements today. I feel for young Aiden. There's nothing worse. Uh, yeah, it is a shocking connection, Robert. We get that. There's not a lot we can do about it, but we'll battle through. Celtic play Dundee United tomorrow. Hopefully looking to make it seven wins in a row, extend our lead at the top to seven points for 24 hours at least. Uh, we'll reconvene on Monday and we'll talk all about it. But thank you for your comments. Appreciate it, guys. Aidan, 
the Wi-Fi letting you down, partner. But there you go. We we muddled through somehow. All right. Uh, thanks for your contribution, bud. Always appreciate it. All right. Have a great weekend, guys. Remember the AGM at eleven thirty today. Remember to check the web. We'll have a report up on that, and we'll have the usual Q and A's from the managers and the players when they come out after the preview of the game. And last thing, subscribe. Pound for two months of full access to everything that's written in the pod. You just hit that button, www.celticway.co.uk forward slash subscribe. Thank you. Have a wonderful weekend. Result dependent, of course, it always is. Aiden, cheers. Top man. Thanks a lot.